And it's not just any Thanksgiving, it's only the fourth Thanksgiving in history. I mean, Thanksgiving hasn't been around that long, but still it's only our fourth one ever. And we have, I believe, until 2070, until the next one. But tonight, I want to dig deeper into the hidden message that the rabbis planted within Hanukkah. One of the, a very brilliant thing, one of the, a new member of our community, Paul, taught us, is that he said, and Rabbi Beth loved this, was that Judaism, and I'm quoting him, is le- it's like a self-help religion. There's all these lessons about life. And I'm going to argue is that Hanukkah is actually no different than that, and you're actually going to find it in here. And when you look at me, you might think I'm crazy, because on the surface, Hanukkah is a holiday saying, look, we had this little bit of oil. It was supposed to last a day. It lasted much longer than we anticipated. And then if you expand from there a bit more, you get to the common understanding that Hanukkah is a holiday about celebrating religious freedom. That the Greeks, they came along, they prohibited the practice of Judaism, they destroyed the temple, and on Hanukkah, many attribute our celebration to the military victory, but even more so to religious freedom. But tonight, we're gonna take a different look at this holiday. Instead of focusing on religious freedom, we're going to look at Hanukkah with the same frame as the early secular Zionists did. The Zionists were attracted to the notion that redemption occurred by the hands of the Maccabees and not by God. So when we were talking about Michamocha and we say God redeemed us, that's what we see in the Exodus from Egypt. It was all about God. We talk about it on Passover. So the, Zionist secular, the secular Zionists, they come along and they embrace this narrative. And that's what they glommed onto is that Hanukkah is about a celebration about us being the redeemers, not God. Now, as a rabbi, I have to give a gloss because the Rambam is very clear about this, is that he says there's no separation between God and the people in the story of Hanukkah. They must be seen as one. But in both interpretations of what Hanukkah is about, the lighting of the menorah is done for the sole purpose to publicly tell the stories to others that we were the ones who redeemed ourselves. We were the ones who rededicated the temple. Rabbi Noam Tzion of Hartman, he points out that the public nature of Hanukkah is crucial. That if you're in the marketplace, if you're in the shuk, and you light your Hanukkah, but you do it after the shuk or the marketplace, the farmer's market, whatever is, closes, everyone has closed their shops up, there's no one there, you're all alone, He argues it's actually not a Hanukkah. At that point, it's just a candelabra. It doesn't count at all because no one is there to see it. What we get credit for is when we actually push that miracle out to the world and we talk about it. That's the reason we're going to Laurel Village and not just doing it in our courtyard. It's about taking this message and putting it out into the world. Hanukkah appears to be a deeply external experience. Because even when you light your menorah at home and you're on the kitchen table and you're lighting it, you're not allowed to leave it on your kitchen table. You're actually supposed to pick it up and put it against the window so it's shining out for everyone else to see. If we think about where we just were in our Jewish calendar, this is a huge shift for us. Because just a few months ago, we were focused on nothing but the internal. Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur were all about our relationships. 
We were expected to look at our relationships and our families and then to act on how we could mend and repair those relationships. And now we seem to have moved from looking at each other to looking out that window. But as with many things in Judaism, the moment that you think you actually have a clear picture of what the intent of the rabbis was, if you dig a little deeper, just a little bit, you just kind of pull back a surface, an entire world opens up. There is a very obscure halacha, a Jewish law, that poses this question, that if there is a family which doesn't have a lot of money, and they only have enough money for two candles, should they use those two candles for Shabbat, because it's Friday night in this story they give, or do they use those two candles for the first night of Hanukkah? David Hartman, of blessed memory, he's very clear in his thinking that this question, it was never meant to be solely understood as a practical question. But rather, the point of this question was to create an artificial values conflict. And creating that artificial values conflict was there to remind us what our core values are. And the rabbis, they come to the conclusion that we use the candles for Shabbat and not the Hanukkah. Because our first concern in Judaism is caring for one's family relationships. Shabbat, according to the rabbis, is more important. Hanukkah is for the public realm, while Shabbat is private. Hanukkah candles are symbolic. They're not meant to be used. You're not allowed to sit there and read by your Hanukkah candles. While Shabbat candles are meant to be used to bring a family together, and then that, because you're bringing the family together, that takes precedence over what we use as symbols for the outside world. The challenge that many of us are faced with is that we often focus on what light we are presenting to the outside world and not the light that we are shining in our own homes. We worry what others think about us. We worry about what our status in society is, how we are perceived from afar as we press our faces up against that proverbial windows. And it's right here that the rabbis show us that if we have not gotten our house in order and shining our lights on those in our lives, we have no right to spend time going to the window and concerning ourselves with how the public perceives us. One should not spend their time taking pictures of a smiling family to send to others if it does not reflect the reality of what is happening behind the closed doors inside that home. Rather, one should spend their time and their energy building a family from within before they ever become concerned about what their holiday cards will look like to the rest of the world. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying not to send the Hanukkah cards. But what the rabbis teach us is that our primary concern should be first using this time of year to make sure we have spent enough of our resources on our intimate lives before we ever look outwards. Hanukkah is a reminder to us that we were the redeemers that we were looking for. Hanukkah reminds us that we must not only rely 
on external forces to fix our problems, but rather we must be the change in our own lives. As we near Hanukkah, think about what your relationships look like. Have you taken the time to make sure that there is enough light at your Shabbat table? Because only when we have redeemed ourselves and our relationships and cared for our internal worlds can we authentically push light out into the world celebrating self-redemption and that we had more light than we ever thought was possible. Shabbat Shalom v'Hanukkah Sameach.